Hey everybody, it's Anna J. Walner with the Author Library, and today I am thrilled to have with me author Debbie Baldwin. Debbie, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, Anna. Thank you for having me. Um, my name is Debbie Baldwin, and I'm an independent author of romantic suspense novels, and I'm excited to talk about them today. That's awesome. Debbie is the author of the Bishop Security System uh, uh, Security Series, which sounds pretty serious. And there are elements of intrigue, but also love. <laughs> yes, they are true romantic suspense novels in the sense that they're equal parts, thriller and romance novel. And I do something a little different with my books, which is I like to find a, a historical nugget that serves as inspiration for the story. So for example, the first book, False Front, um, the inspiration comes from a Japanese research lab in World War II that was set up in China that was hideous. It was um, Detachment 731, it was called, and it, they conducted experiments on humans. They did real biological warfare. I mean, you know, 70 years before people were really thinking that that would be a reality in our world. Um, and so the premise of False Front, the thriller premise is that something decades later has been discovered at a construction site that is from this lab from World War II. And you don't know what it is as you're reading it, but you know that the black market wants, wants it. So, you got me intrigued already. <laughs> I, I, I mean, ju just with that right there, I mean, that's that's a premise that I can really get behind. Uh, that that's fascinating, and I'm going to have to actually look into the 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 history of of that um, that that you mentioned, and because I am a history buff myself, so um, that is so interesting. Yeah, it's shocking, and I mean, there are even rumors that the scientist who ran it, who was just you know, the embodiment of evil, um, like a Dr. Mengele uh, in Germany, um, actually went to work for the US after the war with his research. So it's, the story is complicated and hard, um, but the, the, the book itself is not, you know, this weighty, heavy, hideous thing. It's a very lighthearted, um, the violence I would equate to maybe an R-rated movie, the romance is certainly steamy, but um, I would not describe these books in any way as disturbing. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, fun, the, adventurous reads. Yeah. That's awesome. So uh, has, has, uh, so we follow nation uh, Nathan Bishop through the series. Can you tell us a little about his character and the process of writing from the male point of view. <laughs> Was that well, a challenge? Each, each book features a different couple from, the, from okay. the group. And Nathan Bishop is our hero in the first novel, False Front. And he, um, here's the book. <laughs> and he- uh, The cover. Has, I have, adore this story so much. It was really what inspired me to start writing this series was imagining these two characters, Nathan and Emily. And 
um, you know, lying in bed one night, I was just doing what a lot of people do, scrolling through the thumbnails on Amazon, reading the book blurbs saying, no, this isn't what I want. This isn't what I'm looking for. Ah, you know what? I'm just going to write what I want to read. And I have a, a long history of writing. I've written for newspapers and magazines. I wrote for Newsweek. I'm a I went to law school, I wrote written for television. So to make that leap into novels was not Im immense, but it was still a challenge. And I created this story of this couple, Nathan Bishop grew up in a wealthy family, connected politically, uh, the son of a successful businessman, um, the nephew of politicians and his next door neighbor when he was growing up as a child in Greenwich, Connecticut, um, was a young girl and uh, she was abducted when she was eight and vanished. And what the reader knows that Nathan Bishop does not know is that she was found unharmed and her, her kidnapper was never caught. And her father basically created a privatized version of the witness protection program for her. He moved her away, he changed her identity, and she lived, grew up in a small town in Georgia under the name Emma Porter. And Nathan has been haunted by this girl's disappearance his entire life. Oh. And so lo and behold, their paths cross again as adults. And that is the great love story that starts off this series. Um, oh. Emma Porter being unmasked as Emily Webster, the, the you know, sort of Lindbergh baby of right. the story. And um, Nathan trying to keep her safe from this force of evil who still is obsessed with her. Um, and we love a strong protective uh, male exactly, But she also is a serious badass because <laughs> while she's been living her false front, she has been being trained. Her father has made sure that she is going to be able to take care of herself. So she is trained in martial arts and self-defense and oh. you know, knows how to shoot a gun. So, so this is no uh, shrinking violet in the story and you know I've gotten a lot of feedback from readers who there's one scene where she escapes this very cagey situation and readers are like I lo just love the fact that she got herself out of that mess you know and and it's 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 a struggle this this genre for modern women because yeah. while we want to be smart and capable and successful there is that element of fairy tale romance that is yeah. you know still a little blossom inside of, of women and and reader particularly readers of the genre. So you've got to you know kind of walk a fine line and 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 I really enjoyed like making this sort of a modern romance, but also with a great alpha protective hero and a and you know a a a, a, a beautiful woman who's in danger. And so you know it it works out pretty well, I think. Well, in the second book, we meet Calliope. Uh, I love that name. Calliope. Oh, Calliope. I Calliope. mispronounced it. Calliope. Uh, I love that. I, I love the name. Um, Thank you. She is a woman on a mission. 
And it turns out to be quite different than she thought with no spoilers. We don't want to, no spoilers, but, um, but yeah. Is um, this, the second book is called Illicit Intent and um, all the books. uh, So uh, this, uh, and Calliope Garland is a reporter who you meet briefly in the first book. Um, She works with Emily at the little, uh, um, news website where they work and um she is going undercover as a reporter at a hedge fund where her boss who is a conspiracy theorist kind of crazy guy suspects that this man is a sort of a bernie madoff like a like a a ponzi scheme hedge fund scammer scam artist and so while she's working there um she is attempting to download some files from her boss's computer while he's out of town and ends up triggering a security breach, which crashes the entire system because there is a bunch of sketchy stuff going on. And he's put this precaution in place in case the feds or law enforcement try to get at his computer and so she ends up leaving the office with the only with the information that only she has on billions of dollars in transactions and hidden money and stolen funds so she obviously becomes a big target for a lot of bad guys who want to get at that money and then my favorite part about illicit intent is if you're familiar with the infamous Gardner Museum heist in Boston, uh, where 13 priceless works of art were stolen in 1990 and never recovered. The other side of this story involves um, Calliope taking something out of her boss's office that she actually thinks is trash. And inside of this cylinder is a piece of art that again, a whole separate group of bad guys are after. And these stories all intertwine. It's a very complex plot. There's a a, a historical fiction subplot about the Gardner Museum heist, my Hmm. fictionalized version, but thoroughly researched. Everything is accurate from the buildings at the time to the police shifts patrolling the area. Um, and then it all comes together at the end into this one like wonderful payoff with all of these plots kind of merging and Calliope is obviously in need of a protector um, with several different people trying to kill her and get at the, the, the items that she has in her possession. And that's where Nathan's best friend Miller Buchanan, whose nickname is Tox, comes into play. He is a six foot five inch former Navy SEAL. Um, so this is, you know, again, you've got this very kind of heady historical complex of thriller going on. Um, reviewers have compared it to Tom Clancy um, with this very steamy, heated love affair between Calliope and Tox. So it's a lot of fun to read. It goes very quickly. Um, 
And then Nathan and Emily, again, are obviously in the story. They're standalone books, but the characters run through all of them. That's awesome. Now, in the third book in the series, it's going to be coming out next week. Next week. week. Um, Yes. Uh, And can we have a sneak peek at the title? Uh, The title is called Buried Beneath. Um, I'm going to see if I can find the cover for you. Um, And will we see some of the characters from the first two novels in the third? Yes, all of them. Awesome. Do they all kind of come together? This is the cover. Let's see if I can get it up there for you all. Awesome. And guys, I will have Debbie's uh, links uh, in the description below. So make sure to check those out. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And Buried Beneath has the inspiration comes from the Spanish Crusades crossing Europe and, you know, spreading Christianity by force. Uh, The Moorish North African Muslims fleeing uh, to avoid the crusaders and a certain Moorish king who was rumored to have hidden his vast treasure in the caves under the island of Majorca. And I know when you think of Majorca, Anna, and I think of it, we think of this billionaire vacation getaway, beautiful beaches, yachts, and champagne. And right. under buried beneath is this elaborate cave system where you know there's there's um, archaeological finds, um, ancient civilizations from up to, you know from um, thousands of years BC who lived on Majorca. So there's uh, the story there is one of the bishop security operatives this time. His name is Cam, and he gets abducted and brought to Majorca by an old enemy. He's a former CIA officer and he's got some demons from his past who are beating down his door. And meanwhile, the romance plot is completed by Evan, uh, Evangeline, Evan for short. She is um, an archeologist on Majorca doing research. And while she's in, you know, digging on the site, uh, discovers a clue to a, a, an, a strange mystery that she okay. sends her on a treasure hunt through the caves of Majorca. And when Cam's investigation and Evan's treasure hunt overlap, that's when the sparks fly. <laughs> oh, awesome. Guys, go ahead and get involved in the series. Is this going to be the final book in the series, this third one, or do you expect it to go on? The fourth is underway. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm about halfway through the first draft of it. It's a very anticipated book for the the lovers of the series because there's a character in the Bishop Security family who his name is Finn, and he was severely scarred in Syria when he was a Navy SEAL with the rest of the team after being captured. And hence the event had turned what was a happy-go-lucky, handsome guy into this bitter, angry, uh, you know, temperamental guy who, you know, no one wants to be around even though they love him. They, They, he's just a mess. And so in book three, 
he hits rock bottom and takes off. But his, the woman that he's been in love with the whole time, um, who works for Bishop Security, she's their cybersecurity expert. Um, he leaves her with a little parting gift, if you will, <laughs> in terms of a fetus. <laughs> So we know right from the get-go that Twitch, who she goes by Twitch, her real name is Charlotte, is pregnant. And Finn, this messed up, damaged, just angry man, is off we don't know where. And we have to resolve this and get these two, you know, they're happy ever after. So this has been a really, I feel, a tremendous obligation to deliver a really... Yeah well-crafted book because uh, the readers of the first two ha have said, oh, what, you know, when is Finn's story? When I, you know, we really want Finn's story. So that's what's coming in book four. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today and telling us all about the series. Guys, go ahead and get invested. The first two books are already out. The third is coming out next week. And uh, so uh, it sounds like something that I would really be interested in, in getting invested in myself. So thank you for, for sharing your books with us today, Debbie. I greatly appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you, Anna. This has been so fun. I'd love to come back and talk more. I mean, this is just blown yeah. by. Oh, As, I know. I know it does. Oh, hey. <laughs> well, guys, if you haven't already, go ahead and make sure that you subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss out on more uh, upcoming content with some great authors. And uh, everyone, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you okay. to the readers. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Anna. You're welcome.